Irv, that's our man, but man, I didn't like the way he portrayed that story. That story that he put out wasn't the story of the song. You know what I'm saying? I don't got no bad vibes about Irv or nothing like that. Energy, right? <laughs> so while you was in prison, you had a well-known artist in there with you. Um, what would I be without you? Ja Rule. Yeah, Queen's homie, um, the homie. What was your experience from, from what you saw? What was his experience like in prison from your observation? I mean, he basically, he was humble. He was doing what he's doing. He was, he was chilling. I mean, I had to slow him down a few things that they were, I had to pull him up on game and stuff like that because he came from the state mm -hmm. and coming to the feds. He would have been in the next unit for me, Mohawk B. I was in Mohawk A, but they put him in the camp. And he was working for the warden, mm -hmm. doing the warden stuff, stuff like that. But the, 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 the New York homies, the Rochester homies and stuff, mm -hmm. had him on a vicious mission and stuff like that. Like, yo, yeah, yeah. you can't carry tomatoes and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Those is not illegal. Mm -hmm. Those are not legal on the pound. They yeah. got him carrying it from the lunch. Man, I was like, whoa, what are you doing? I just yeah. so happened to catch him. Like, yo, you can't do that. Don't let niggas do that to you, dog. Yeah. They put him up on a game and stuff like that. So, you know, he was doing his thing. He worked out and stuff like that. And we was, he was, he was cool. We yeah. had a pic, we basically had a picture day. I was like, yo, cats want to take a couple of pictures and stuff like that. And he was already taking it. He was like, all right. So boom, that one couple of pictures, that was it. Yeah. We was yeah. out there like, count time type yeah. shit. It was yeah, like, yeah. there like three, four hours. Yeah. Like, yo, we yeah. took like a thousand pictures. Yeah. People was going to the units, coming back with picture tickets. Like, yo, I need, I need. Yeah. From everybody, you know what I'm saying? And we was with, I mean, we was with some big dudes like Guy Fisher and all them other guys okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. So we was taking pictures with a bunch of dudes and stuff like yeah. that with a, you know, this Ray Brook. So the people that don't know the prison culture, what does that mean you can't carry the tomatoes? What, what, what does that mean? I mean, you can't have s certain foods. Mm -hmm. Like, like those... You can't have certain foods. I'm just saying like that. You can't take things can't take and it back to have it in the unit and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And those are the kitchen stuff, so yeah. it ain't supposed to leave the kitchen, yeah. especially in the back. Yeah. <laughs> those, Pretty much. Those are off limit. Yeah, it was like, yo, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah. Somebody gave him stuff, stuff. So, you know, guys, guys just be making their own foods. And then you might not want stuff from the cafeteria or something like that from yeah. child. You might be in, a, in, in your unit. Chefing up and stuff you. like I that, so they gave him a bunch of stuff to go and get. I know they did because that's Ja Rule. He ain't yeah. gonna get knocked off in this, yeah. that, and the third. Yeah. But dog, you can't get knocked can't off. Get, yeah, Shit. yeah, they don't give a damn who they yeah. are. Yeah, they'll yeah. make a spectacle of you. Yeah, and me like uh, it was some funny stuff with me and stuff like that. I had fiend books. Yeah, girl books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I used to hustle those and stuff like you know, rent them out and stuff like yeah. that. 
I got locked up mm. for having too many. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the black. Uh, yeah, that get you through, man. The hustler, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the, yeah, what's, yeah. What's, uh, the black Hugh Hefner and stuff like yeah, that. It was yeah. calling me. It was locked me up for a day, whatever. Because yeah. it was a big thing about the Muslims and the and, and the Muslims and the um and 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 the, um the Mexicans, mm. and they had a big war. It was a war with just two books. Wow. I said, man, I could have stopped this by giving them both two yeah, books man. apiece and yeah. stuff. Like, chill the hell out. But I didn't know I was, I was doing something. I was somewhere. Now a whole war broke out. But I was like, and then, and then we had a new CO. So she came and she ain't know what's going on. They scolded her too. Like, you locked him up for what? Get. Oh, man. So it was ugly. Yeah, <laughs> but it was some funny yeah, joke. Yeah. It, was, it, just, it just worked itself out. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about a classic. Renee. What or who was that story about? Well, it's the likes of um, a young lady named Ebony. Mm -hmm. Rest in peace. She's from 40. Uh, it was just events that happened. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And always there's events that happen in the hood. Mm -hmm. After parties, after uh, uh, block parties, uh, we had the park jams and mm -hmm. stuff like that. It's always done. Mm -hmm. But this one basically was talked about. Little events got changed up a little bit, but it was a the general story is about a female. You don't really hear about females being shot yeah. or killed yeah. or stuff and stuff, and basically not glamorizing or glorizing it. But we spoke about a female, yeah. And due to the fact that nobody really ever spoke about something like that, it became a hit because yeah. now people could relate. That could be my aunt, my mom, my sister. Whoever. Cause the story, the story was fire, man. It, just, it was fire, but made you sad. You fucked up a little bit too, man. Cause yeah. It was. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't clubbing when the time I was a kid during that time when that song came out. Man, how old was, are you? I'm forty. Yeah, man. <laughs> when I was in college. <laughs> but when I was in college, I went to school in Daytona. Was I was in college, man? They was bumping that shit. It's 2003, and it's still playing in the clubs, man. Yeah, man. That's you know what I'm saying? In Florida, like you know what I'm saying? So it. it you bump into the jam, but you listen to the lyrics, I'm like, God damn, that's kind of fucked up, man. Shorty died, man. You know, yeah. you know I really love you know. But you bought it into it. Yeah, you bought it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's a true classic, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's interesting how certain things, certain topics hit people. Yeah. But it'd be the music that'll make you groove. Yeah. It's like Brenda got, his ba Brenda got a baby. Mm-hmm. The topic was fucked up, but you kind of still start. Yeah, you, you yeah, know, you, yeah. You, you reminisce, you think about it, you know about it, you like. Eh, I yeah, yeah. And then it got a little groove. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Still a fire. That's that's a hot joint. It makes you start thinking. Yeah. You know how yeah. many people have told me that got them out of certain situations, female and male. Male, a lot of male. They thought about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It it has mindset, and mood, and moods, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So it helps a lot of people. Yeah. Dude's like, yo, man, you don't even know what that song done to me. Yeah, man. And it's still fire. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I had it's to perform fire. it a bunch of times in jail. Yeah. So uh, I know the effect of it. Yeah. But it, it's, it's like what we say about the music. A lot of our music, a lot of our music be real story. It be lifestyles, lifestyles and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, you put the right song under it. Yeah. And it kind of changes it. Give a little catch to it. Yeah, so now it's something different. Yeah. Because if you regularly hear it, you'd be like, you're thinking about this song. You're thinking about it, because Cheeks is like a storyteller. Mm -hmm. So when you're thinking about it, 
you could visualize it. Now, if you didn't hear the music, just heard acapella, you think like, oh, man. And now when you hear the beats, mm -hmm. that's a different change of the mind alter. It reminds me, yesterday, me and my wife watching Ray. And it's pretty much what Ray, Ray Charles did. He took gospel music, turned it into world music. He put his little flavor to it, mm -hmm. and pretty much turned it into a music you could jam to. You know what I'm saying? With gospel music. Yeah. So it's pretty much the same thing you did with Renee. Yeah. yeah. I love, yeah. me, I love music. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Just the music. I love different music. Mm. And in Queens, there's a lot with, we blend mm. a lot of music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could take this acapella and take this, this this instrumental mm -hmm. and we blend I learned that from all the guys that I used to emulate DJing and stuff like that that my my my, my tutors and stuff like yeah. that so doing that infusing that into my group yeah cuz mm -hmm. cheeks used to get music like he used to get instrumentals and stuff like that from DJs and producers and stuff like that he wouldn't even listen to him wow he giving all to me, yeah. straight up and down. Yeah. So basically, I'm the one that's choosing all the songs all that songs go with this and that. He might like it when I now sing that and say your rhyme and listen to this. And it, the blend, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So a lot of times, I could, could have counted me as the co-producer, yeah. majority on all our songs. Yeah, pretty much. As in writing yeah. or just just uh, uh, putting the songs and stuff. Yeah. But I ain't know nothing at the time. I just love my group. I love my crew. We love our music. Yeah. So the business thing didn't really bother me. You know So when you love the music and stuff like that, it's not about the money and stuff like that. When you get to learn the business, now it's about the money. But at that time, we was just like kids just trying to do our thing, yeah. just trying to be heard and stuff like that. So a lot of time that infusion with the, the lyrics and the music is it's different. Different this episode is sponsored by Aftermath Law Service and the Landscaping. Mowing, mulching, straw, pressure washing, and more. You can call owner Edward Brown at 803-464-7605. Again, that's 803-464-7605. Jerome Robinson MMA of Team Robinson MMA. A safe training environment that will enable students of all ages and backgrounds to grow physically and mentally. You can visit their website at www.imtmr.com for more information. Train So Hard University, where it's just not a movement, it's a lifestyle. You can contact myself, Excalibur Miller, on Facebook, on my Instagram, The Miller Experience, or you can contact my brother, T. Miller, on Facebook, or on Instagram, ProdigalSon36. If you're interested in being a sponsor for Shop Talk or the Miller Experience, you can contact myself, Ernest Miller, at 803-565-9752. Or you can hit me up on my email at eaenestmiller83 at gmail.com. You can also make contact with my producer, Victor Wesley of Vic West Production. His telephone number is 803-225-0021. Also, his email address is vicwestp at gmail.com. So what's your issue with Irv Gotti when he did Tales, Renee? Irv, that's our man, but man, I didn't like the way he portrayed that story. Mm -hmm. That story that he put out wasn't the story of the song. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't got no bad vibes about Irv or nothing like that. It's just, I just didn't like the... He did a better job. Yeah. Did he, he consult you guys before doing it? Did he nah. talk to anybody from the group? Nah. Yeah. None of us heard nothing about 
This all we heard was they gonna put Renee on. Damn. He's like this. Word? Yeah. All right. They should have put it on the first year. Because he got a biggie joint. Uh, I got a story to tell. I mean, perfect. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But like, I heard some of the songs Some of the songs that he's been doing, they wasn't all the way exact. But I don't know. I, yeah. Times we've seen that. I don't, like, I ain't seen, like, I, like when we was locked up, we've seen a couple of joints and yeah. stuff. But then after that yeah. joint, man, ain't nobody well, looking at what. that shit no more. If 50 Cent, <laughs> nobody looking at that bitch with 50 get me into you. You ain't got to worry about tails no more. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> 50 is, 50 is our man. 50 yeah, about, is, do you have a relationship with them? With G-Unit? Anybody from G-Unit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listen, 50 is lived around the corner from Freaky Ty. Mm -hmm. Freaky Ty represent 134. You didn't hear 134 until Freaky Ty represent his block. Because he lived in 134 in Godbo, right around the corner. 50 lived around the corner from him. So, at that time, Boo Boo used to hustle up there yeah. on one three four and got Boo. We used to come around and stuff like that, and she like like we over here drinking, smoking at the liquor store, all that stuff right there. We drinking, smoking, you know, the boulevard, police and everything running around. Charlie used to be like, "We don't need you selling drugs right now. Yeah, yeah. We don't need no fiends coming around here. There's yeah. about a hundred dudes around here, fifty yeah. dudes out here on the block, yeah. shooting dice, drinking, smoking." Playing loud music and shit, you know, regular hood joint. And you got him <laughs> coming to do over here selling drugs. Charlie used to kick him off the block. Yeah, get out of here with that stuff. And then get out of here. It's not. He go back and get bad. Go get a bike and start wheeling up and down the block and stuff like that. Making more cops come around and stuff like he hot and heating. But that was us back in the days. It's fun and shit. Cause we always thought, you know, we had a a, a plan before Fifty got the bug of, of of rapping and stuff like that. We thought he was gonna be the boxer. We was gonna have him as a boxer. We got Lamar. Lamar Odom. He Lamar was in your clothing line, right? Lamar is our, yeah. our, our youngin. Mm -hmm. He was gonna be the basketball player. Mm -hmm. We just needed a couple more pieces, and we just had a. See, we had a. We had thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So what we happened had with thoughts. That? We had Monte boxing. Is Monte. Monte Barrett. Okay, I got an interview with him coming up soon. Yeah, that's yeah, all, yeah. man. That's, from, that's yeah. all John Adams. John Adams was a high school of, is a sports high school. Yeah. But everybody came out of there as uh, uh, rappers. Yeah. Like Horse. Yeah. Uchi Wally. Yeah. Horse, he came, he was in our school. Like I said, Onyx, all of us and stuff. Wow. Monte was only sportsman. So what happened with the clothing line? To be continued. Remember to subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Mill Experience. Comment, like, and share. Comment, like, and share. Comment, like, and share. Cause I sat there eye to eye with the face of death. And you ain't putting work in unless you break a sweat. Bringing back a full course meal, keep the table set. Step in my belief, I'm expressive when I speak. Swim back to shore if you trying to tell me I'm too deep. Cause I was the stomach.